The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to the Forever Fad Podcast with my fashionable and Emmy Award-winning stylist, Brenda Cooper. This is part two. Well, thank you. Thank you for giving us that introduction to your book. Let's talk about your book. Um, And without giving too much away, because we certainly want uh, people to buy it and read it, but just a little tidbit, what would you say are the top one or two essential wardrobe elements that you believe every woman must have? Because I agree that initially I would have never thought that, oh yeah, there's these two, these one or two pieces could work for every body type. So, right. well, I mean, I don't mind giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have it. You know, I'm, not, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm just going to tell you about this, but I'm not going to tell you about that. <laughs> so, I mean, the book is based on um, um, silhouettes, you know, and yes. When you say what would be the basic two, first of all, for me, to say for me, it's a spaghetti strap, elongated tank top and a pair of wide-legged pants. Okay. Okay. So that's that's for me. That's a basis for me, which is a basis for many women that I work with and I show them how to work with it. But what if you're a skirt girl? You know, maybe, maybe a pencil skirt. And then people go, oh, this is a big one. Oh, I can't wear that. It's uncomfortable. Um, you know, I can't because they don't think that style yeah. and comfort can live in the same sentence or live in the same wardrobe. So it's kind of getting women out of hiding their bodies. Mm. I'm, I wear this to hide myself or when I feel fat or when I, so it's clothes that hide. Yes. And I'm like, let's take out the word hide. Let's remove that. And let's choose another word, enhance your body mm. you know, um, in the most flattering way. Let's give up hiding, you know, because if you go down that oh. hole, how does how, how does hiding make you feel? It doesn't make you feel very good about yourself. Right. You know, but what about enhancing your body? Yes. So it, it's changing. It's a, a different mindset. Um, so um, like a turtleneck is a, a must-have piece, especially coming into fall. Yes. But what about the woman who doesn't like to wear turtlenecks? So I I have tried to address in this book showing a very simple system mm-hmm. that I that I used on the nanny. I used before the nanny <clears throat> because on the nanny there was no budget in the beginning. Mm. You know, so I had to get the maximum amount of outfits out of the minimum amount of pieces of clothing. Right. Um, and and then I wanted to share this with the everyday woman, you know, so that you know she can transform her confidence, transform her wardrobe, make shopping easy, um, and walk out the door feeling confident. Um, so, I mean, there's four in the book, there's four tops, four bottoms, 
Um, people say you could call it a capsule if you want, but a capsule a capsule can be very limiting. Yes. The secret of this is it's a capsule to start with that that expands into whatever style you are, whether you're a sporty girl, whether you're a romantic, whether you're like a glamorista, whether you're traditional. With the system, you can um, transform it into anything that you want so that you can express who you are. And there's nothing... Um, as I'm sure you know, Dr. Shirley, like the kind of confidence you have yes. when you walk out the door knowing you look fabulous. You fabulous. look at the mirror and you go, yes, yes. And it changes your day. Yes, it changes the, the chemistry. Absolutely. And, you know, I do come across that quite a bit in my practice, especially when someone, uh, a patient comes in and, and is considering body contouring because that patient will say, I'm sick and tired of hiding this body part because I'm not comfortable with it. What can we do about it? And yes, of course, there are things that obviously, you know, as a plastic surgeon, I can do. But what I loved about what you said is that it gave me the idea that it would be wonderful to have those patients consult with you right? Because I like to tell people that they should have surgery if they're considering it from a place of self-love already, not from a place of, you know, um, an acceptance that they should do it from a place of self-love and not that they're deficient, but that they are just making a change to help take them to the next level. So right. I like that collaboration, Ms. Brett. Yes, I, I love that collaboration. <laughs> let me let me say this, Dr. Shirley, is in the beginning of the book, I talk about acceptance. I mean, I talk about a body part of my own that I have never accepted up until, you know, in the last few years and I've been in judgment, you know, mm. about my legs. I don't have long skinny model legs. I have, you know, big knees, big calves, you know, and I didn't accept them. Mm -hmm. And the non-acceptance just yeah. didn't make me feel good about right. it. Okay. So yes, maybe I don't love my legs, but I accept them. Um, and I say thank you to my legs because they've gotten me this. They've gotten <laughs> So, so the first part of it is to is acceptance of self as you are, you know, and it, as you know, I know that, you know, it just changes your whole mind shift. Yes. You know, and um, as I say with, you know, with my, my system and my book that you don't necessarily, you know, you don't have to have a, in, a, immediately a facelift. You don't have to be running off to a facelift immediately. And I know that you have the same philosophy. Yes. You don't want to just get people under the knife. You want to really take them through a process of really understanding in a very positive and holistic way. Absolutely. Why you're doing this, you know. And Absolutely. I do the same with women, you know, with their wardrobes. Um, you don't have to go. You, it's like, oh, I, I don't want to work with you until I lose weight, Brenda. And it's like, <laughs> you can look like a million dollars exactly the way you are today. We yeah. can make you look like a million dollars. And if you choose to lose the weight, um, you can lose it. And if you choose not to lose the weight, that's up to you. You can still look absolutely gorgeous. Right. Thank goodness. Now, speaking of changing wardrobes, mm -hmm. this, this is a question that I often ask myself. Should our wardrobe change with age? Should we dress according to our age or our mood? That's always a good question. Um, I don't. Okay. 
this is what I've said, and this is what I do say about as we age. Like, I haven't changed the way I look or the way I dress. And I'm 65, and I honestly, seriously can't believe how my phone's going off. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, not at all. I must be your good luck charm, Brenda. Okay, so, um, okay, <laughs> hold on. What was the, tell me what the question was again. Should our wardrobe change with age? Or should we dress according to our mood rather than our age? So, Dr. Shelley, it doesn't necessarily have to change because you age. Mm. You know, as I say, I'm 65, a well-preserved 65-year-old, and I haven't changed my style of dress as I've aged. Mm. I would recommend shifting it slightly in this way. If you wear a certain length of skirt that's a mini skirt you've worn in your 20s and your 30s you're going coming to 40s lengthen the skirt okay, okay. if you're wearing crop tops and we've gone through uh <laughs> menopause thing and we don't have the flat stomachs that right we used to have um just lengthen the top you don't have to change the shape um if your arms aren't as great as they used to be put on a long sleeve but you, you don't have to have this huge you know, metamorphosis of change, you know, because you've aged, you can still maintain your mojo, you know, and your look and your fashion sense without having to start wearing tent dresses. Yes. You, you even if you've put on weight. So one of the things that I do to sort of cheat in a way with my mini skirts, I never wore micro minis, <laughs> but with my mini skirts uh, that I wore in my 20s, now what I will do is I will keep them and I will just add tights. Right. Or so leggings underneath. Right. So that's a great way to do it. Or if you're going to wear your mini skirt, you could put an elongated jacket over it that right. is lengthened on either side of the um, of the mini skirt. You know, or I mean, I just did a TV. I do regular segments on Access Hollywood. And I just did one uh, on the Silhouette Solution. And I, I showed... Um, the model with the skirt is a mini, which yes. is great. But then I pulled the skirt down to her knee. And if you have a like a, a pencil skirt, a pull-on stretch, yes. comfortable pencil skirt, yes, uh, that goes to the knee. It's very, it's very flattering. Authority. It's flattering. It's also sexy. You can make it look uh, conservative. You could make it look glamorous. You could do with one piece of clothing. You can do a million things. There's a yes. million opportunities to style and send a different message. And I think it's so important, Dr. Shirley, for people to think, which we don't think about. What message do I want to send? Yes. How, do, how do I want to be received today? You so know? important. So important. And to that point, thank you for that. That's a brilliant segue to my next question, which is what would you say is the first rule to making a lasting impression? Wear a fabulous outfit, darling. Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Because Dr. Shirley, when whether it's you're going on a date, whether you're going to a family affair, whether you're going to a job interview, I mean, whether it's online and we're just seeing you from the waist up. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of um, university studies that have shown that you're judged in the first four seconds. Oh, and what they're what are they judging you on? They're not judging you on anything you're saying because you right. haven't said hello. Right. Into the room, and a judgment has been made about you based purely on what you look like. And research has shown that if you make a positive first impression, 
then then the person has a tendency psychologically psychologically to think other positive things about you right okay. and that's a great way to go i mean i've never spoken to people at like uh, ucla where they've interviewed you know one uh, professor told me they were interviewing this lady and she was fully qualified for the job yes what she was wearing was so off-putting to Ooh. her yeah that she didn't get the job oh my goodness she didn't get the job because there was an equally a candidate equally as qualified yes who presented uh better yes um, and it wasn't maybe it wasn't that it was bad but it was distracting yes okay yes. and there is truth to that it was a distraction you don't want your image you don't want it to be a distraction unless you do want it to be to be a distraction Yes, I agree. And it isn't, I'm glad that you mentioned that there is science to support that. It's also cultural because I learned that from my mom and my mother, when I was growing up, I would get dressed and I would leave the house and she would stop me and ask, um, excuse me, where, where are you going looking like that? And I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to the corner store. I'm in, you know, sweats, et cetera. Why does it matter? And she would say, oh no, it matters. Getting on a flight, a transatlantic flight, if I would put on joggers and a t-shirt in the in the interest of being comfortable, she would say, oh, no, no, no. You can't go across the world looking like that. Right. Well, <laughs> Dr. Shirley, I mean, I have a friend who's 90 who's worked in the business as a couture designer in Hollywood since the 1950s. And I was talking to him the other day and we were talking I mean, he was an adult in the 50s. Yes. So he's seen the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, the last seven, 70 years as an wow. adult. And he was telling me about flying. People didn't get on a plane without gloves and a hat. Wow. You know, women were, men were in suits. Yeah. Women were in dresses. And yes, I know that life has changed and that's fine. But I do, uh, um, I would love people to understand the extraordinary importance mm. of first impressions for others and the extraordinary importance of of dressing for yourself yes for your own level of confidence for your own self-expression for your own presenting the most authentic you to the world because when you're authentic you're comfortable in your own body and there's nothing more fabulous than being comfortable within your own body because it is very possible to be stylish and comfortable, right? Without, I mean, that, I, that is my rant forever. Yes. <laughs> you can be stylish and comfortable in the same body. And that's, what, that's what's in my book. And that's what it's all about. Because for me, look, if I dress somebody and make them look fabulous, if they're not comfortable, yes. I haven't done my job. Right. You know, I'm not doing a good job. You want to be comfortable in your clothes and you can absolutely look 100% stylish and be comfortable in your clothes um, without a doubt. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> thank, that's right. Thank goodness for that. And thank goodness for your book and for you. Can you um, describe the styling experience that had the most impact on your career or that taught you the most? Well, I mean, obviously... It would have to be the nanny. Yeah. Um, it would have to be, which was, it was such an incredible experience because it was my first job. Fran loved my style and so did Peter, her her husband, who's yes. now her husband. Um, and <laughs> I, I had the freedom of expression. Um, when I did that show, I, want, I had looked at television and 
in the hierarchy of Hollywood, sadly, I have to say that wardrobe is kind of like near the bottom. Yeah. Which was kind of shocking for me. Yeah, I would have not thought that. No, no, but it's it is in the actual like if you if imagine you're in the court of king whatever, yes. you know, wardrobe isn't up there in the ranks. Mm. And I was like when I went from you know being on camera to off camera, I was kind of shocked by this. And when I met Fran and she invited me to do the show, I knew back then that I wanted to make a statement with the wardrobe. I knew at the very beginning you know, that I wanted to do that. Who kn- I didn't know about social media back then um, and how huge it is today. But my influence on that show was like the 1930s and 40s. And if you look at the outfits that I put together, the suits with vests. Yes, 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 you know, fabulous. Um, and then like the three, and then it's like the history of fashion, the three musketeers, you know, with the thigh high boots and the big yes, white. Yes, yes, yes. And the pussy bow dresses and right, the suit. Exactly. Yeah, brilliant. Taken from something in the past and um, making it fashionable and flattering. And I wasn't following trend. I was doing what I like to do. Right. And what, Fran loved and what looked looked great on her body. We weren't trying to fit in to a trend. Um, I was creating my own style for Fran. Yes. And Fran's like, as I said to her, and we've laughed about it, you're the greatest Barbie doll in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a high compliment. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, you offer so many services and you are you are full of, of just fashion and style genius as well as you know life life wisdom. What does a consultation with you look like? Someone contacts you and then what happens? Okay. So they contact me and then we, I mean, you can make a choice of what you want to do, but my recommendation is always, we start off doing a color analysis because when you find the colors that illuminate you, it is a life altering experience. And when you see it in the mirror and besides just finding someone's colors, I educate uh, my client, so they really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, when they go out into the world, and to see the transformation in the mirror is amazing. And I've been doing it now for nearly twenty years, and I just never get bored with the discovery of it. And then, I mean, I customize to each client's needs, and then I can go into a wardrobe, redo your wardrobe. You know, um, using your colors, restyling outfits, finding out what the gaps are. And then we can go shopping. Yes. Um, I always try to go shopping uh, with my client, um, or we can shop online, you know. Um, or and then if you have events, you know, we can do online because of what's happened in the last few years. I do a lot of online consulting, um, mm. and that's very successful. Um, so it's really there are my three recommendations, and I always customize to meet the needs of um, of each of my clients. Um, so they have a fabulous wardrobe, and if you're doing a shoot, if you're a speaker, you know, um, we just follow, you know, a different path of what it, for the specific need that you're dressing for. So helping the client to know him or herself better in the interest of educating your client, and also for you just discovering the client, would you say that these are the reasons that uh, inspired you and motivated you to write The Silhouette Solution? Oh, oh, yes. I mean, absolutely, Dr. Shirley. And honestly, I've had the idea. I'd had the idea. I've had it for 20 years. 
you know, yes. um, but it was just the timing of it. I mean, I had wanted to write a book, you know, and after working with so many clients and seeing the transformation, yes. so many clients and clients saying, oh, I don't do that or I don't do this or mm-hmm. I would do this. And I go, well, can we just, could we just try, just experiment, just do it for me, okay? And then they'll put on a garment that they never wear and, and it's like, I never would have worn this. I never would have chosen this. I never would have bought this. Yes. You know? And with my eye, um, um, helping them transform and see themselves differently. Yes. You know, and elevate, elevate themselves. I mean, it's my, I mean, as you can tell, it's my purpose, it's my passion. There's nothing that I love to do more than help a man or woman, you know, elevate themselves, transform themselves, um, have their confidence go through the roof, you know, by what they wear. Well, you are clearly a medium for transformation. And thank you so much for writing this book. It's actually inspiring. And yes, your your passion and your compassion are are, are highly palpable. I, I can feel you through the <laughs> airways. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we are at the last question. That went by so quickly because it was beyond fun. I hope you had fun. I certainly did, and I learned a lot. So the last question, Ms. Fabulous. Brenda Cooper, is the Fab Five. What are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful, fashionable, stylish, and most fabulous life? And I will write these down. Well, you know something? It's funny because when thinking about that, I can go two ways because there's the, the, the there's the using just fashion as part of it or using just certain things like finding your passion. For me, you know, it's, you know, finding your passion in life. Um, and once you find your passion, turning that passion into finding a way to per- turn that fashion into a job as a contribution to others and a fulfillment of yourself. Absolutely. I mean, that's I think beautiful. that's you know, a priority. And then it's to know yourself. Yes. You know, to know, to take the time to really find out who you are. It's something that we don't really do but to take the time that you become comfortable in your own body and you, you become your own best friend. And living in this society that is so anxiety-driven now today, you know, to find out who you are, end your own suffering by learning yes. how to navigate your mind, that, that is paramount to a fulfilling and, you know, fabulous life. Um, Number three. To develop your confidence. Yeah. The only, to, the only way to develop confidence is to go and do things you don't want to do. Yes, believe I mean, it or not. Sword, but when you've gone and done that thing that you don't want to do, you get a little marker up the ladder of, oh, I feel more confident. I can do this. I can yes. do this. Um, and a, a huge one is to stop comparing yourself to others. Oh, my gosh. Um, that is a recipe for disaster, which is something, again, we in society, we do because we're bombarded with being told what we aren't. And how about social media? Oh, my gosh. Yes, that we are, this is, you're not this, you're not that, therefore you need to buy this. Stop yes. comparing yourself to others and accept yourself as you are because you are, regardless of your shape, your size, your weight, your height, your ethnicity, whatever, you are unique. Yes, and I always say to people, imagine if everybody wanted to look like you. <laughs> yeah, it's a complete shift. Right. So that is that. And I think my fourth, well, four, 
my fifth would be one of two things to eat a healthy diet which is really important and to put together a fabulous wardrobe yes i'll I'll add that as number six bonus (laughs) (laughs) that is absolutely Fabulous. Thank you so very, very much, Brenda, for your insight, your wisdom, your light, your words of encouragement and empowerment. It has really been enlightening to speak with you on the Forever Fab podcast today. Okay, Dr. Shelley, thank you so much for having me. It was a delight to meet um, someone. I just, even though we've never met, I can tell that we're on the same page and I just love that. Thank you very, very much. I hope to become your client one day. I could sure use it. I love it. Thank Thank you. Thank you. This brings us to our close of this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, award-winning celebrity fashion stylist, Brenda Cooper. Do you want to feel more confident? Do you want to express yourself in a more empowered way through fashion? Or do you simply want to look and feel fabulous? Contact Brenda and receive her unique style tips and tricks by visiting brendacooper.com. Also, check out at Brenda Cooper Style on social. Buy Brenda's book, The Silhouette Solution, filled with fashion tips and feeling and looking your best on amazon.com or your favorite bookseller. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab Podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, Visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty, and wellness questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty RX offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.